kind of like just ease up on everything else. So. Hello, everybody. I'm Val Pancakes, as always. And joining me tonight on the stack, I have Riley Rose. And you can see Riley um, wrestling for AIW, um, Ohio Wrestling Alliance, New Wave Pro, among others, I'm sure. Um, so please welcome Riley Rose. Riley? Uh... <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, Riley right here is frozen in time. Oh, no. What you frozen didn't realize was we're going to freeze him in carbonite before this starts. <laughs> Wait, I think we fixed it. I think we fixed it. <laughs> of course, right when we go live. We've been talking for like 10 minutes and, and when we go live, it's when Riley literally freezes. Literally. <laughs> I, I this is like giving the little spiel. Like it's great to have conversation and then boom, freeze. And I was like, ah, <laughs> so life. I'm going to just run back that intro chat. Just okay. pretend pre I'm yeah. Pretend you've never heard any of the stuff that I have already said. I'm going to okay. say it with more Deal. gusto this time. Alrighty. <laughs> so I'm Val Pancakes, and joining me tonight on the stack, I have Riley Rose. You can Woo. see Riley in AIW, um, Ohio Wrestling Alliance, and New Wave Pro, among others, I'm sure. So please welcome Riley Rose. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hi. Thank you for joining me tonight. Um, excited to have you here. I think I talked to you in June and I said, I'm not sure when, but I promise I will get to you. Yeah. And it's crazy. It just you know, ironically at the time where I'm hurt, you're just like, Hey, I want to have you on. And I was like, Oh yeah, please. Hey, you don't have anything better to do because you're hurt. Exactly. I more than thrilled to speak with you. So it just, the stars aligned and here we are. And here we are. Let's party. <laughs> I'm ready to party. Let's do um, it. So before, uh, this is a little pre-game, if you will. Okay. Um, I had some questions come from Twitter. Oh, I saw a couple, actually. And I've been studying. I looked up some facts. And I'm ready for them. Let's do it. Well, hell yeah. Hell First yeah. question I have comes from friend of the stack, Mr. Arthur MacArthur. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> And I love Arthur. I, I, I'm so excited. I finally got to meet him uh, SCI weekend. Um, I interviewed him, I think, in June as well. Um, total delight. I love being able to speak with people from all across the country. And then even more exciting to like get to meet people in person. So I really hope I get to meet you someday as well. Oh, for but sure. He suggests that I ask you about your match with him and what he said before you went on a deployment. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, so I went on deployment in January and we had a match together, like literally right before I left. And that was when the whole spiel with, uh, Iran was going on and <laughs> there's somebody say, behind you. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, anyways, he uh, he had a whole uh, spiel of like, oh, he was a little bit of a sore loser because, you know, I won. And uh, he said, I hope Iran wins. That's what he said. <laughs> but, you know, I forgive him. He was in a bad place at the time, I believe. We're good friends now. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're friends now. Um, I'm glad that that person that was just sneaking up on you didn't, like, hit you with something. I would have been very, hurt, like, disturbed by that. Yeah. <laughs> if all of a sudden you just, like, flop over, that would be... Just bop, right? Live yeah. Language. <laughs> Disturbing for me. So please, uh, don't do that. Um... <laughs> Our guest doubled. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? So, um, I also have a question here from Zach Thomas. He asks... Okay. Sheets or Wawa, and why? Hmm. Man, I'd have to say Sheets. I was a big Wawa fan. That's why he asked. And I know Zach very well. And <laughs> he knows that I was all for Wawa. And then when I had Sheets, game changer. Like, oh, love Sheets. If you haven't had Sheets, well, come over to the Midwest. You gotta, you gotta try it. <laughs> See, in my section of the Midwest, we do not have Sheets or Wawa. Over here, it's like... Oh, so it's sad. <laughs> no, we have our own oh, delightful really? gas stations that we... Like, I'm a big Casey's girl. Um, Ooh, I've never Casey's, heard of Casey's Pizza. What? No. You got to come over to my half of the Midwest and have a Casey's Pizza. It's a gas station that sells pizza. But they don't just sell pizza. No, no, no. They deliver pizza, and they delivered pizza before the pandemic. Their pizza oh my God. is delightful. They deliver pizza in their gas yeah. station? Yeah. <laughs> That's a game changer. Right? <laughs> That's right? crazy. I've always, like, do you, uh, but, so now they deliver, like, and they did before, too. Like, again, this is also pre-pandemic. They deliver, <laughs> like, snacks and stuff, too. Like, you can order snacks. But, like, I always wonder, like, if you're stranded somewhere and you're out of gas, can you have them deliver you gas? Mm-hmm. That's a million-dollar question. Right? Because, like, that'd be a service. It's like you're hungry. That'd be great. Gas, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. So I never I pushed know. my car to the edge, so I can't really relate. <laughs> Same. I, 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 like, I, as I soon tried. as it hits a quarter, I'm like, I need gas, like, ASAP, even though I can go, like, 100 more miles. Like, I need to Right, this gas. is, like, my sign to, like, fill up my tank. <laughs> Honestly, since I started traveling a little more with wrestling, um, I kind of do push it a little bit, but as soon as that gas light comes on, no. <laughs> I gotta go get gas. So, the other gas station that we have here, we have, like, uh, QT, which is okay. Mm-hmm. And we have my other, like, my so my favorite is probably Casey's. My second favorite is Come and Go. Oh, I've heard of Come and Go. I think Come there's, and Go. Yeah, because, what the heck, isn't it spelled weird, too? It's K-U-M. Yeah, And then, like, an ampersand, and, and then go. Yeah. You gotta know the person that, like, created Come and <laughs> Go. is just like, well, we can't put a C there. So we're just gonna put a K. It will be our own personal joke. <laughs> there, if you don't follow Coming Through on Twitter, would ten of ten recommend it? Hilarious Twitter game. Really? See me and uh, Sheets on Twitter go back and forth. It's great. <laughs> Your personal friend of Sheets? Oh yeah, they're our personal friends. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I also have a question here. This is a little bit complicated, so I'm going to try to, like... From Brayden? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, backstory on Brayden. Brayden was my roommate at uh, the Disney College program. I did the Disney College program uh, right out of college, and it was so much fun. But I this is the one I've been studying for, and... I, you don't have to read. Well, read it off so people. Yeah, can I ha- yeah, I have to read it <laughs> off so so that everyone so that everyone else is informed. Brayden asked, "How many waves of second graders could you beat up if they came in waves of ten, but every five waves had a sixth grade boss?" See, so I took this as zombies, and if I were to give the same loadout as zombies, I would probably make it to about. 20 waves we'll say 20 waves all right 20 waves yes that's 200 second graders listen it's all it was a simulation (laughs) that's it not real life just a disclaimer we don't want to hurt anybody Um, so you're gonna beat up 200 second graders and how many sixth graders Four? Six Four. Graders? And in a simulated version. Now, if this was real life, obviously I would not beat up anybody. But mm-hmm. if we were talking video game related, definitely 20 rounds. I mean, I will let you have that. I I don't have an answer for that one. <laughs> I, I had to think of an answer after I read that. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't be on the podcast and be like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, another friend of the stack uh, checked in to Twitter before the evening, and he just wanted me to say shit. Oh. So, <laughs> so, thank you for your contribution, Matt Brannigan. I got an answer for him. <laughs> so i i listened to his the podcast with you guys right and so he said he couldn't remember who was the the stone cold that sounded like he was on a ventilator that was me i was the one wearing a mask going uh-uh. and <laughs> literally sounded exactly like i was on a ventilator <laughs> literally we spent i kid you not I think six out of the five or five out of the six hours just quoting Stone Cold Steve Austin all the way to Tennessee. (laughs) It was great. Um, That was one of the funniest things that has like ever occurred on any of my like podcasts so far. I was like (laughs) in tears, like dying laughing. Like. It's completely gone. Like there was just no, no, no. Oh my god, that 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 day, uh, it still continues. Like me and him went to Tennessee back July twenty eighth, I believe. It was uh, a Wednesday. It was a show that we did at the fairgrounds that they were doing, and uh, (laughs) we were still doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonations. (laughs) That's like your thing now. It is. I'm so sad that he lives in LA now. Like, right? <laughs> Aww. That's my friend. You lost your friend. Did you lose your smile? I did lose my smile. He lives in LA. 
Aww. curse that person that he lives with. I don't know her name, and I won't <laughs> give her the name. <laughs> <laughs> so... He's gonna watch this. Did you hear me? Yeah, you turned into like an Autobot for a second. Oh. All I heard is he's gonna watch this back and he's gonna be like, dude, why? Why'd you do that? <laughs> I'd be like, you know, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And shit. <laughs> the backstory on that too before you go again. I'm so sorry. No, you're There's fine. So the cover. Um <laughs> literally I've got we time. were taking we were taking oh I do too. All the time in the world. And we were taking a road trip and he just kept on saying shit randomly. I'd be like, what? And he'd be like, just shit. So that's kind of just the thing now. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> just shit. <laughs> so um, the other thing that I had from Twitter here, there was a specific photo posted um, where I believe oh, it's God. you wearing a pink shirt it is me yes. with a camo hat and camo crocs but with yes. long black socks and you're standing at a urinal so listen i was getting ready i was getting ready for the show and then i was like shit i gotta pee so matt was like also shit i gotta pee too <laughs> so we went to the bathroom and he got there before I did because, you know, I'm very chatty. I talk to everybody, so I get side stops, you know, on the way to the bathroom. And <laughs> I get there, and he's just finishing up, washing his hands, and then I go. And then he takes a picture of me. So that's what that photo is, is me premature ready for my match. And I'm just in long socks, cracks, my tights, and my epi big gay brunch t-shirt so that's what that was so um for all my listeners i am going to go ahead and just retweet that here after the show so that you all can get because it kind of got buried oh. in the comments and it really <laughs> deserves to be front and center for everyone to see so i will um retweet that so that everyone can catch a glimpse um i wouldn't want to deprive anybody of seeing that picture in all oh, of its glory. Oh. oh, I'm sorry, I lost you a little bit there. I think oh, you're so frozen again. That picture. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that picture has popped up. Is that Did like a from? Yeah, you're back? kind of in and out for me. And I think you're frozen. I can still hear you, though. In and out? Okay. You can hear me. Okay. I can hear you. Hold on, I'm trying to figure this out. Oh, you're fine, man. Did I lose you completely? I think I did. Well, um, you know, while we're waiting for Riley to come back, you guys don't have to wait because I'm going to go ahead and um, retweet this photo. Did yes. it work? Yes. Hot cool. damn. Jeez, P. 
technology, you know, it only works when you want it to. Or when it wants to, I should say. Right? He has no concern of me or you. No. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, after that commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me babbling for like a good half hour. <laughs> I know. It hasn't been a half hour. Oh, all right, we're back. Which on I'm back. sure is thrilling to all. I'm not, that, <laughs> I'm not that entertaining. That's why I have guests. That's their job. <laughs> to entertain. Well, yeah, not mine. Hope. Oh, cool. Sure. They missed waves of second graders and the photo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they'll go back on Twitter and be like, what is this about? <laughs> Are we live? I didn't know that. I was oh. here, like yawning, like being like a dummy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Super, yeah, right? So um, in case y'all missed that, we're back now. Um, I'm so sorry that you had to Working. listen to me talk for any amount of time work on um, like repeat this. hopefully this third time's a charm <laughs> well i mean you know the thing is though is we're about an hour in see this is actually all to my plan uh, this is just to help out with the buffer time to beat matt's time since you know he's holding the crown right now he is for amongst both shows um as far as my show or the shows that the guys do he is by far the longest at almost exactly three hours. Um, we did have Robert Murder come close. Not oh, I love, love Robert. <laughs> that kid is a trip. <laughs> I actually uh, got to wrestle with him uh, back at uh, Fight Forever. It was kind of wow. very random. Very, very random. Uh, we were both there just helping out, hanging out at the show. And they needed time to be filled. And so they asked us to select a few people if they had their gear, and we hopped on the occasion. So, man, what hour did you guys wrestle? Oh man, um, I watched the whole thing. Well, it was in between uh, Hot Girl Shit and the Iron Man Challenge. Oh okay, yeah, I was so totally right in at that point. Yeah, right in between those. Nice. I like. I wonder if we can go back and watch that in here because there's like a lot. I know a lot more people now than I did then. So. Yeah, you can go back on uh, Fight, I believe. Oh. It's Fight TV. Yeah. Nice. Since you know nice. YouTube took it down. <laughs> yeah. No surprise there. <laughs> so um, we went through the questions from the Twitter. Um, if you're just joining us now, you can go back and watch those later. We're not going to go read through them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, just shit just, just that shit. that's that's what we really need to take away from that whole first part yes shit. just shit so what was a young riley rose like Ooh, kraken you got another yep. claw on deck for me you got another one hell yes. yeah hell yeah <laughs> so a young riley rose man he was a, a really to himself guy like this is actually very bizarre that I'm a professional wrestler because 
I've always been kind of myself. Like, it was just uh, not necessarily the antisocial, but sort of antisocial. And uh, just kind of had a love for professional wrestling. So, like, ever since I was five, I've always wanted to do this. And I actually just started in professional wrestling in 2018. So, it was a little late, but I was also taking care of some things beforehand, which I'm thankful for with, like, college and joining the military and whatnot. So, but, yeah, I, I didn't really do much. I, I did a lot of sports. So, that was, that was my main thing in high school. I played football, I wrestled, and I ran track for, like, two years. So, What were, like, what did you do in track? Oh, um, as, as funny as it is, I was a hurdle runner. Because in high school, I was 5'5". Five five, and the hurdles came up to my belly button. So, yeah, it was it was a leap every time. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I would have, I guess, probably, I don't know, I wouldn't have assumed that. But, yeah. Especially with that height. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, how did you decide to pursue wrestling? I know you said that you had some other stuff you took care of first, kind of joined a little bit later, but. Yeah. So like I, uh, my main thing was going to WrestleMania 34. So I went down there with a couple of buddies. Uh, we went to New Orleans, took the 13 hour drive and just being around the crowd, going to, uh, super card of honor and going to WrestleMania. It was just kind of like surreal and just kind of like being around all the fans and the wrestlers as well, just running into wrestlers and talking to them. Uh, it, it, what really pushed me to finally live my dream. So <laughs> it was a side note. I actually ran into a guy that I, I ran into in New Orleans, uh, Simon Gotch. And I was talking to him in Tampa and, <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, man, you're actually part of the reason why I started professional wrestling. And you know what he said? Why? What? <laughs> why? <laughs> and I was like, well, it wasn't specifically you, but you were a part of that weekend. And he's like, why? <laughs> Great dude. Super intelligent. Love the guy. So where did you train and what were like, what are some of the things like that you took away from training that you still reference or what are some of the best things you learned while training? Um, honestly, like where I started off training, it was this like small little school in like Astor, Ohio, which is like a little bit South of Columbus. And I mean, it was a good starting off basis. I trained under a guy named Gary Gandy. He, um, I mean, he was on TV once with WWE for extra work. He wrestled uh, Kevin Owens. It was, uh, I want to say, 2015. So, but um, it was a good starting place. I knew I outgrew the place because they were very uh, old school. And so I decided after I came home from deployment, I decided to go ahead and go to AIW. And I've definitely made some strides but if i were to take one thing from training that i've kept throughout my career so far is uh close mouth open ears because you can always learn no matter what it is so you started 
training for wrestling, went on deployment, and then came back and went to AIW? Yes. So, I don't know if you want to talk about deployment. I know some people are real touchy about it. I'm not going to pressure you one way or another. But, like, taking that break, like, did that hurt you or help you more? Like, what do you think? I believe it helped a lot, honestly. Like, just fueled the fire of, like, just wanting to come back better, wanting to come back stronger, wanting to travel more. Um, I did a lot of film study while I was overseas because, like, that's all I could do is just watch wrestling. So I kind of seen what works, kind of watched some of the stuff back in the day that was, you know, very helpful for some superstars. But honestly, like, a lot of the wrestling I'd watched was Fit Finley because I love Fit. Like, his work in the ring, it, it, like, I, I don't think the dude ever really liked talk to the crowd but you knew that he was a heel like he was just he just by his movements and everything and so just like all that combined and just like wanting to be back in the ring because it's truly a passion like when you're passionate about something like that's all you think about 24 7 so i feel like it helps me out a lot just being away from wrestling give you time to like really like, in my mind, did it give you time to, like, really decide, like, when I get back, yes, I want to do this? Honestly, like, I've always wanted to do this. Like, I it sucked leaving. <laughs> like, I knew what was coming. And I was kind of one of those guys the first year of my career. I was local. I just stayed in Ohio. And then I was finally traveling outside of Ohio right before I left. And then, like, as soon as I came home, it was just like, boom. All right, we're going to North Carolina. All right, we're going to Tennessee. All right, we're going to West Virginia or Philly, New Jersey. Just that's what I needed was the time away. Just be like, all right, it's time to take this serious. So. Like kind of like kicked you into like second gear. Oh, like, for sure. Power through. Exactly. Because there's, there's a whole new world outside of Ohio. <laughs> Who would have thought? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, who has had the most influence on you, both in the ring and then out of the ring? Ooh. <sighs> Man. That's a trick question. Because I, I, I honestly, like, I have a lot of influences with my in-ring work. But out of the ring, I'd have to say, like, honestly, my family outside of the ring has a lot of my influence. Because, like, even though they might not show up to my shows, like, they support me like 200 percent like they love what i do they're always sharing stuff every time i post something on facebook and they're just they, they're there for me and that's i i'm always been a big family person so to have that kind of support is fantastic in the ring man i'd have to say like a lot of my friends like that are in the wrestling world have brought like a lot of influence like uh zach thomas obviously he's one of my friends uh good guy super good in the ring like i feel like he's underrated 100 percent. and uh percy percy drew's like <laughs> he's he's an also another reason why i started wrestling because he kind of got a head start on me but i debuted before him and i'll always over hold that over his head <laughs> but uh just like we always feed off of each other 
So it's great. So what are your future plans and dreams and what keeps you motivated either just in life or in wrestling or both? I mean, I'm going to be real with you. Wrestling is my life nowadays. So like this injury kind of made me realize how much I relied on wrestling, but whether it be financially or uh, just kind of just in life in general, like um, my well-being, like it, wrestling is a part of me now, like to a full extent. And uh, what was what was the other part? Oh, like um, what are your future plans and dreams and what future keeps you plans? Motivated? Okay future plans so what keeps me motivated is like i want to make it to japan that's my number one goal um which is crazy because a lot of people they they think of the stereotype of like oh i want to make it to the w or wwe or uh, i want to be on AEW. AEW i would consider but like honestly with wwe i can just just watching the people like ricochet and recently carried or um wow why am i carrying yeah carrying across like just seeing some of their repackages and how they get treated and keith lee it's just kind of like ah, i don't know if i want to be a part of that like that's not my passion my passion is wrestling and for somebody to tell me how to do what i love to do i don't know about that so that's kind of like why i wanted to go to japan and plus i love that like style of wrestling as well um, while we were working out the technical aspect, somebody asked me something about, and I went off on like a whole tangent, but, um, the real takeaway from it was I want wrestlers to, to be able to do what they want to do, whether that's get signed by the WWE or work AEW, or if that's work your, you know, be a 40 miler and just work in your own area, whatever makes you happy. That's what I want the takeaway to be for everyone. I just want people to be happy doing whatever it is they want to do, whether it's go to Japan or work their own state. Yeah, absolutely. And like, even uh, I did a seminar not too long ago with uh, Sanjay Dutt and he was like, honestly, whatever your end goal is, like, that's awesome. Like, do what you want to do. If you want to be a 40 miler, cool. If you want to get to point A, cool. If you want to get to point B, cool just do what you need to do to make it to that. And that's kind of like what stuck to me. Like I literally, I've done like three or four seminars in the past two years. And his was probably the most notes I've ever taken because the dude's just so intelligent. He, um, he has wrestled here a couple of times. I've been able to see him in my local indie and like our guys talk nothing but good things about him so oh yeah not surprised to hear that at all hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> so what has been your greatest achievement in wrestling so far and that can be like anything like what you think is your greatest achievement so it could be like a title or if you had like a specific you know feud or series of matches whatever is whatever that means to you honestly like one of my greatest achievements in wrestling so far is just i wouldn't have to say it's mostly in ring i would have to say just doing what i love is probably the greatest achievement and honestly like i really don't have a lot of accolades when it comes to titles 
which is okay because guess what that means i'm traveling everywhere else like i'm not being exclusive to one place so um not saying that i would uh not deny a title shot <laughs> but uh riley rose the guy that doesn't want titles it, that's gonna be my new thing <laughs> you want to give me a title shot no no have on a singles match just regular it's fine <laughs> just, just put me in a scramble yeah that's that's my forte this year is a scramble so like if you want to put me in that great a <laughs> no but uh honestly i would have to say one of my greatest things with wrestling so far has just been connecting with ricky morton like just getting to talk to him uh being around him and uh, going to his school because I every once in a while wrestle down at school Morton and I've gotten to Ray uh, wrestle with some of the greatest people ever for sure um, I've gotten to wrestle with Percy a couple times uh, a guy named Draco really talented um, and facade out of all people just randomly so <laughs> random facade appears um. exactly <laughs> <laughs> But, like, it's cool that you're kind of, it sounds like, to me anyway, like, you're going different places and trying to, like, expand your horizons. Exactly. Extend the brand so everybody knows. Like, that's my goal of 2021 was to be able to have X amount of states to where they get a little dabble of Riley Rose before, you know, I rock it off. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, like, it's, I don't think enough people do that. I think a lot of people, like, stick to their, what they know. But, mm-hmm. it, but at some point, you do have to, if you want, if that's what you're looking to do, like, explore your, your region more. Yeah, and it's just, like, I feel like a lot of people, it's very, very, I will say this from personal experience, it is very uncomfortable going to a new place because they have no idea who you are. So... You come out expecting the same reaction that you get from your place that you're always there. And then uh, you end up coming out to crickets and you're just like, all right, now I got to get them invested. So clap, clap, let's go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what has been the greatest obstacle that you've overcome in wrestling? Oh, man. I would have to say going back to like being like antisocial. I think the 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 most uh, complicated obstacle that I've gotten over is just being able to communicate with strangers, because you know like you get used to the the same old same old people and you're comfortable with them. But like when you're in front of people that you have no idea who they are or have no conversation with, it is the most awkward thing in the world. <laughs> but I think I've pretty much overcome that, so it's it's great. That's awesome. I I kind of understand that. Like I always like I love talking with people, but I'm always afraid of bothering people. So I'm just like yeah. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally understand that. So, what is your like go-to road music like? Because you said you travel a lot, you go all kinds of different places. Ooh. What is your go-to, either road music or what do you like to listen to on the road if it's not music? So the first end of the trip is usually just randomized because I listen to everything. 
So, like, it could be, like, all right, we're going to start this day off with, like, EDM, or I'm going to start this day off with rock, rap. It's very random. But at the end of the road trip, it's got to be wrestler's themes. Like, 100%. It kind of gets me in the uh, mindset of, like, all right, I'm about to go into a show. Let's do this. It gets me hyped. I don't know why, but it does. So... So what are your, like, top three or whatever wrestler themes? Top three. Cool. So I'd have to say Lee's, Lee Moriarty's. That's one of my top ones. Um, <laughs> did you hear that? Did you just say Mark? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my roommate, Zach Thomas. Hey, Lee Moriarty's theme, banger. <laughs> it is. It's on my playlist. <laughs> See? Exactly. So, uh, Lee, um, Atticus, his theme song, I love it. I actually just got introduced to King 810 this year, and I love the band. If you haven't checked them out, I don't know if, what kind of music you're into, but they're great. Um, hmm. And I'd have to say uh, <laughs> Jordan Oliver's Young Dumb and Broke, because I can relate. <laughs> I mean, I can relate. I got like two out of three on that. Two out of three. Which one did you not get? Uh, dumb and Broke. I'm very much old, so. Oh. <laughs> I'm old, dumb, and broke at this point. Um, like, do you listen to any WWE themes, or what's like your favorite like WWE themes? Ooh, or like so classic i would have to say no more words because i'm a huge jeff hardy fan i love jeff hardy um edge his theme song and uh voices randy orton yes my favorite wwe theme song the only one that like is on my playlist that like i can listen to as a as a song without the wrestling connotation around it Mm -hmm. is AJ Lee. Really? <laughs> so, like, let's light it up. Like, that gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say call the personality, too. Also, how about CM Punk coming back? Oh! <laughs> like, are you, you know, like, were you a big Punk fan? Oh, yes. 100%. Like, after, like, I mean, I was a Punk fan before the mic drop, or the mic bomb. But, like, after that, that version of CM Punk, whew, chef's kiss. Like, I'm excited to see what he does in AEW, for sure. I was a big Punk fan. I'm excited. I'm always, like, a little bit, like, combination of, like, excited and a little bit, like, leery when people come mm -hmm. back. Just because I hope that they come back and use their status and experience to help younger people progress on their journey and they don't just like hover at the top you know what I mean yeah 100% I know what you mean um I kind of feel like that's what's gonna happen with Christian honestly I mean as much as I love seeing Christian and Matt Hardy outside of WWE I, I mean I just want to see Christian with a lot of the younger talents and even Kenny Omega like I'm super stoked for that match super stoked because like I've been a Kenny Omega fan, like, in Japan. Like, I'm not too much of a fan of his work right now, but that's just a personal flavor. Um, 
But, like, just kind of seeing that match and what they're going to create is going to be awesome. It should be very interesting. I'm, it, I want to see how it plays out. Yeah, because it is kind of a clash of styles, so we'll see. So, back to your on the road. What are your go-to road snacks? Road snacks. Ooh. I'm a snackosaurus rex. <laughs> I am too when it comes to the road, especially late at night because that's what keeps me awake. Um, man, I would have to say uh, Sour Patch Kids watermelon. A lot of it. A lot of it's candy. So <laughs> I'm a fat girl, and I'm a fat girl that loves sweets. So lay it on. All right, lay it on you. Um, recently, it's been the nerd, uh, cr- or the chewies, the nerd chewies in the yellow bag. Those things are fantastic. Um, I can't tell you the ungodly amount I've had since I've been injured. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, it's got to be a sheets run, especially if we're in West Virginia. Like, it's got to be a sheets run, no matter what. What's yeah. like a what's like what's like so like I hear a lot about sheets and Wawa and as stated previously, we don't have those here. I've never been to one. I have no thoughts feelings on them at all. Mm-hmm. But like, what sheets like known for? Like I told you, like I like Casey's. They're known for pizza. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the? Man, I'd have to say, oh. I don't know really what they're known for just because of the simple fact of like I just got introduced to them this year. But like what I go for is their snack wraps. Well, I mean, they're technically snack wraps. Um, and also they have a lot of fried options. Like they just had fried pickles added to the menu. They have uh, fried mac and cheese. Uh, let's see what else do they have interesting. Uh, oh, they have waffle bun that you can add. And do like create your own burger with like a waffle bun or a croissant bun or you said the dirty w word oh what's that waffle oh i'm sorry look at that bleeps out (laughs) yeah curse you sheets for not having pancake buns (laughs) you know it (laughs) i'm I'm gonna tweet out the sheets and let them know hey you should have a pancake bun So, um, back to on the road, who are your like road buddies? Like who do you put in your wrestle car? So in my wrestle car, most of the time it's Percy, C. Drews. Um, (laughs) he's, he's a character. God love him. Um, Matt Brannigan, uh, Zach Thomas. Let's see. Zach's mostly the number one though, because... Uh, we live together so it's kind of easier for us to just go hey we're going here can i hop in oh yeah sure oh yeah we're both here let's go so i was gonna ask if it was because he was within earshot (laughs) oh nope not right now what's your favorite city to wrestle in oh man cleveland's starting honestly like i'm starting to love the aiw crowd like they're goodness some of the best people i've ever met like just talking to them and uh just their their vibe and how excited they are for wrestling every time like i don't think there's ever a dead moment in an aiw crowd like 
every single match they're in, which is fantastic. So yeah. I'd have to say AIW and man, if I were to have to pick someone else, probably School Morton for sure. Because like every time I come out, like they're just in it from the moment I start coming out. So. Um, I know I've watched like the AIW shows on IWTV before, and they look mm-hmm. absolutely insane. It looks like the crowd is just like off the hook every time. Oh, they are! <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> like I live for those kind of crowds because I've experienced both. I experienced the crowds that are just sucked in, and I've experienced the crowds that are like almost golfer crowd. Like they're very quiet. Not that they're not interested; they're just very quiet, and it's very awkward. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to everyone to be able to hear everything. That would... Exactly. Who's been your favorite opponent? Hmm. Man. I'd have to say Matt, honestly. Like, we just have that chemistry that uh, me and him, we just, we know. We know. If I were to pick somebody outside of my friend group, it'd have to be Eric Dillinger. Eric Dillinger, um... Literally, he's just underrated, 100%. I don't know why he doesn't travel out more, but he should, probably should, because the dude's got it. So. So then, what is your favorite move to take, and what is your favorite move to give? Ooh, to take. <laughs> I, I'm very obsessed with a Canadian Destroyer. I don't know why. <laughs> I stray away from it because, you know, there was a point in time where everybody was doing it. And I was just like, "Eh, let it calm down. And then now that it's calmed down a little bit, I was like, Canadian Destroyer. (laughs) You're bringing it back? You're bringing it back. (laughs) Um, To give, though. Hmm. As wild as it was and as scared shitless as I was. The 450 to the outside was probably the I'm I'm an adrenaline rush kind of person, so like that was just grade A. I mean that sounds terrifying. Oh, but it if was. you enjoy it, <laughs> I like watching it. But I'm I I'm a very like I love the edgy stuff so. Do you have any pre-match rituals, anything that you do to get hype or whatever to do to get ready for your match? So, like, pre-match rituals, I really don't have a lot. My biggest thing was is while I'm, my music is playing, I'll stretch and jump around. It's just, like, it's a personal hype thing. Like, you know, like, all right, I'm about to be in front of X amount of people. Like, I need to get myself hyped and get like to come out and be this larger than life person because that's what we 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 play this larger than life person because some people look up to us which is crazy like like never in my life did I think I would be in this position but uh it's just otherwise than that like I really don't have much of a pre-match ritual so what would be a dream match for you like both like crazy like out there and then like more like attainable if that makes sense okay so crazy out there i would love to wrestle 
it's going to be a triple threat because I can't pick between the two. I would like to wrestle Edge and Jeff Hardy in a triple threat match. <laughs> that would be great. Um, attainable, I literally just dropped his name yesterday on a podcast that I did. Uh, Lee Moriarty. Like, I would definitely would love to go one-on-one with Lee. So, are you calling Lee Moriarty out? Listen, if Lee Moriarty is watching this, calling you out, brother. I feel like we have a couple places where we run into each other, so let's make it happen. Well, I'm definitely going to clip that and then put it on Twitter and then tweet it at him, so maybe, maybe not. Now you got me all nervous. Ooh. Just kidding. <laughs> but no, seriously, like it, it would be a dream match of mine to just go one-on-one with Lee. Just his technical work, everything that he does. Once his music hits, how people react, like, it, it's a dream match. Set in stone right there. I think that that would be a great match and I would like to see it and if I would like to see it then that means other people probably would and that means somebody should book it hmm I wonder if there's somewhere that would book it hmm. <laughs> and then who would be like a dream tag opponent for you or t- not not tag opponent tag partner for you tag uh partner you could tag with anybody who do they have to pick? be alive Eddie Guerrero. Mm. Okay. Eddie Guerrero. And here's why. I was a big fan of Eddie. So, like, the that he left pretty early, like, life, kind of, like, it, it sucks. It was, like, one of the few moments where I cried in wrestling. Um, but, like, I was always a fan of his work. Like, <laughs> how he would change his character. Like, I mean, it was the same thing. But like just how he perceived himself so i feel like a tag partner with him like it would be like a clash but almost almost like a clash of like kane and daniel bryan in a way so i i would enjoy that so if you had an action figure of yourself but it was like one of like the talking action figures mm-hmm. what three phrases would you want it to say and what accessory would it come with Oh, <laughs> uh, would it be for toy collectors or would it be for children? <laughs> um, both. Both. Okay. So if it was just the toy collection, I would like to for it to say shit. <laughs> um, hit me, bitch, because I say that quite often. <laughs> And uh, fighting is all I know, because that's my catchphrase. No, so, a, a kid's accessory or a toy. Yes. It'd be fighting is all I know. Uh, more of Irish strong style, like I am the more of Irish strong style, you know. And uh, man, I don't even know what the third thing would say. Probably fight me. That's that's another thing I say a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> and then what accessory would it come with? Accessory. Hmm. That can be like an item of clothing or a weapon or whatever. 
I really haven't had too many matches with weapons, so I'd have to say it'd probably come up with like a uh, sip up hoodie because that's what I wear out to the ring. So nice. Everyone likes a good zip up hoodie. Everybody. I'm so excited that uh, fall's coming around. Get the hoodies ready. <laughs> Same. Like, I, I love tanks season, but I love hoodie season a little more. I'm all about hoodie weather. Like, I'm, I get warm easily. I'm fat bitch and sweaty. Like, I don't do summer very well. Listen, I get sweaty too. Like, too easily. <laughs> like, I'll get out of the shower and I'll be sitting here and be like sweating. I'm like, what is going on? Come on now. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> oh, did, did you go to um, Tampa Mania weekend? No. No, okay. Oof, because that was, that was toasty warmness. I went, like, I mean, just down in Tampa in general was toasty. Like, I was at GCW the whole time, just helping out with the collective, and... <sighs> yeah, mini weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so you were there then. Oh, I thought you said something else. No, Sorry. no, no, I asked if you were in Tampa Mania weekend. Tampa, I thought you said Tampa Mania weekend. I was like, What? <laughs> I need to enunciate better. No. So you were at Tampa Mania weekend. Yes. Oh my goodness. It was hot. Oh. So hot. I was a hot sunburnt gross mess. Yes. I was sunburnt as well. As you can only imagine because I'm pale. So. Same. I still have like a cool like tan line. Oh, same. Like it's just tan right here and then. You look at my lower body and it's like it hasn't seen the sun in my whole life <laughs> so <laughs> what was Same. it oh um oh the first day the first day at tampa i had a cutoff on and i think the second day i was wearing t-shirts for the rest of the, the time just because i did not want to get burnt anymore <laughs> than i was i was in pain <laughs> like i had to go get like aloe at some point <laughs> Oh my gosh, I yeah. Like, roasty toasty. I don't know if we got aloe, because, like, I, I'm kind of stubborn when it comes to that, even though I'm, like, Irish. Like, I literally barely wear uh, suntan lotion, <laughs> and I barely use aloe, unless I'm, like, strict pain. Like, I need aloe. Like, so. Yeah, no, I'm a um, weak ass bitch, so I'm like, <laughs> no, let's just take care of this pain i was like chomping on ibuprofen and like just rolling with it <laughs> just going with it it's mania weekend you just gotta keep trucking <laughs> right i'm gonna be up for 20 hours let's roll that's how it was oh my goodness our setup would be at like like beginning of the shows would be like 10 a.m call time not leaving until about like two or three a.m. and then waking up the next morning early. Oh man, thank God for military training because that would have sucked bad. See, I'm finding out now all of these people that were at Mania Weekend, and I'm like, I didn't see you at all. I don't remember you, and I'm like, I wish I would have known you then. Yeah, because like <laughs> I was all over the place, like between GCW and uh, also the other GCW. I went over there for a show. Um, what was it? Piledriver Pro was running a show and we had ties with them. So uh, went over there just in case they needed us. And then also 
we were booked with another show uh, called Crab Wrestling. So I remember that. Did, yeah. Did something with them. It was like a battle royal and then went back to GCW, but most of the time was spent with Game Changer. So. Yeah, I spent my first day at the IWTV venue and then I went back and forth between Game Changer and IWTV stuff. So. Yeah, there was a lot of options. Like Holy buckets. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I like, mean, I wish I wish I would have known about independent wrestling when I was in New Orleans cuz I could have filled my days more than just, you know, being on Bourbon Street. <laughs> I went to WrestleMania in 2017 when it was in Orlando and I went to like one indie show because somebody that my sister was friends with was wrestling on it but had I known then what I know now I would have gone to a lot more oh 100% like I really didn't get into independent wrestling until I started independent wrestling like I, I mean even a little bit after that like I would have to say like between late 2018 2019 is when i started getting independent wrestling so i started going to our local stuff in 2012 Mm -hmm. um but as far as like independent wrestling on a national scale i really only got into it in like 2019 and i'm like what have i been missing this whole time (laughs) literally that's the beautiful thing about iwtv is like you can go back and watch some of this stuff like I remember there was one day I was just like, I need something to watch. And I just went back and watched El Drunko matches just the whole time. Oh my goodness. Talk about comedy. Oh, literally had me rolling. <laughs> Are you like a comedy wrestling guy? Oh, I love all kinds of wrestling. I'm a, I'm very uh, versatile with wrestling. Like I, I think there's a spot for comedy. I think there's a spot for strong style, uh, luchador, all that stuff. Like I, it's all very enjoyable to me honestly same i watch wrestling to be entertained and i'm entertained by a great many things see you said the golden word that's all you need entertainment that's all that matters so like i'm entertained by lucha i'm entertained by you know strong style i'm entertained by death matches i'm entertained by comedy matches i'm entertained by everything you said one word that i have not done yet and i probably won't Death matches. Comedy matches? No. <laughs> no, I've done comedy. <laughs> Do you know who I wrestled? I've wrestled Matt. And if you have watched Matt's matches, you should know enough. <laughs> Fair point. So you don't think you would ever do a death match? Or did you like a hardcore match? Oh, 100%. 100%. I think you draw I the line at like light tubes. That's also a weird thing. It's not the light tubes, because I've also wanted to be hit by a light tube just to understand what it feels like. Oh, but, so we're going to um, put that out into the universe. Yeah, I mean, might as well. <laughs> but I, I've always said, like, deathmatch would have to mean something. If I'm going to do it, it's got to have a good meaning to it. Um, otherwise than that, it's not my world to go into. So That's fair. There's a lot that goes into that, and the guys that... And, and gals and whoever that do that are very good at what they do. Oh, 100%. Like, I, because I'm very entertained. Like, honestly, like, with wrestling, the biggest thing with me is 
like I'm still a fan with deathmatch because like I will not do deathmatches like unless it means something like I said so that is still like my little fan heart <laughs> is in deathmatches. So what's the weirdest request you've gotten from a fan as a wrestler talking about fans? Oh, you can like tell me <laughs> in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I honestly like, man, there has been a lot of weird stuff that I just kind of like cancel out. So <laughs> I'm trying to remember. You're like just trying to forget. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, nothing as weird as Matt, because I know that dude has so many stories. Uh, dude's getting a lot of shout outs tonight by the way <laughs> uh, I'd have to say like just kind of like I, I don't know like weird as in talking about how matches go like oh I bet you were all sweaty with all those other guys and all this stuff and I'm just like dude come on like <laughs> Don't like mistake my kindness. <laughs> like, don't put your uh, fetish on me. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, whatever. You live your life. You be happy however you are. But like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so, um, what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling? Oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a, that's an inside word too. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd have to say shoot. I always say shoot. Like it's a shoot, brother. <laughs> like especially with uh, Stone Cold, be like it's a shoot, brother. <sighs> <laughs> All right, my favorite thing is to go into the fucking Bruiser Brody. Every time he talks about Bruiser Brody, he's like, shit, I, I get it down pat, and I got I don't want to fuck up, so hopefully I don't fuck this up live. Um, but like, yeah, that reminds me of that time with me and Bruiser Brody. <laughs> it's greener than goose shit. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. But yeah, shoot, shoot's definitely the word I use a lot. Especially sometimes it'll slip, and like people that don't understand wrestling, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, shoot!" And then I'll be like, "Ah, oh, they have no idea what I'm talking about." <laughs> yeah, um, shoot's one for me. Uh, like I'm not even a wrestler. I'm just around it too much, I guess. Where it's like I pick up on this crap, and then I like use the words. Mm-hmm. But shoot is one that I use quite often, and pop like all oh, that pop me. Oh, that pop's another one. Yes, that's definitely another one. And gimmick, because everything's a gimmick. Give me that gimmick <laughs> over there. The yes. Gimmick table. Go to the gimmick table. Oh, wait. <laughs> Ooh, that was like crispy. <laughs> Quispy. Like, like it was very nice, a little. Like, Mid- from a scale of one to Sprite at McDonald's. <laughs> that was, like, maybe Sprite that you got at the beginning of the meal, but okay. now it's the end of the meal. Yeah, and you're like, that's just, like... It's a little flat. But not yeah. not terrible. I mean, 
but pretty crispy. <laughs> <laughs> so now this is probably my favorite part of any interview that I do, um, where I get to hear about travel stories. Travel stories are my favorite. Everyone has really good travel stories. Um, something that's either funny or otherwise memorable or just like fucking insane. Um, so I know that you have to have, especially because you told me who's in your car, have to oh. have at least like <laughs> one or two good wrestle car stories. You can, if you want to, change names to protect people that may be from incriminating items. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. You can name names if you want to. Makes me no okay. difference. So I'll, I'll go with the most recent That's on you, one. brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> um, I'd have to say uh, the most recent one was I was traveling with a guy named uh, Gorgeous Morgan Taylor. And we're heading to West Virginia. And we're planning on going to New Jersey afterwards and had this whole plan and everything. Well, that quickly got squashed. Um, there's another term. Uh, <laughs> quickly got squashed. Um, I My car broke down 20 minutes away from the venue. So we're just sitting there in front of a church in West by God, Virginia, out in the middle of the country. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And it wasn't just shit this time. It was actually, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> um, and we were broken down there. And then we, luckily we got a ride to the venue, wrestled, whatever, came back. And this was a Saturday. I don't know if you know this or not, but a lot of mechanics are closed on Sunday. So I was stranded in West Virginia for not one, not two, but three days. Three days I was stuck in West Virginia. And uh, between walking from the hotel back to the dealership, uh, it was exhausting. So, by the way, this is all in the same week that I broke my ankle. So, I, were you walking on your broken ankle? No, 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 no. Sorry. Okay, okay. It was. This is pre-broken ankle, but okay. all in the same week. So, oh. yeah, I was stranded in West Virginia. Luckily, got it up to the point where I could drive to Tennessee for that Wednesday booking I was telling you about in the fairgrounds. Um, drove home. Rested Thursday, wrestled Friday, Saturday broke my ankle. So, it was a hellacious week, for sure. Was it, like, small town West Virginia? Like, yeehaw West Virginia? Um, yes. Yes. It was between uh, Ripley, West Virginia, and Spencer. So, it's, like, I would say northwest Virginia, but very by God. So, um, now more into the funnier stories. (laughs) So there was one time it was me, Matt, Saturn Price, and Percy Drews. We're all going down for this double shot in North Carolina. And we obviously just laughing our asses off with stories and whatnot. And we get to our double shot. We go to Tennessee. We stay at my friend Amelia's house. She lives in Knoxville, and it was close to the next town that we were going to. <laughs> For some god reason, her dog would not stop humping Saturn, like, 
I swear on everything, like it was every single moment he was out and about that this dog was like right on his leg. So it's just kind of been our running joke that we were like, hell yeah, we need to get a car together and we can bring Dylan, which is the dog's name. <laughs> and so it's just a running joke. Um, it was so bad to the point, like we woke up the next morning and the dog was in front of the room <laughs> that he was staying at. Just like waiting. <laughs> just waiting, like get that leg fresh and rested. <laughs> You ready for me? <laughs> ready for me? Here I come. <laughs> so you ever seen The Shining where he like uh, cuts through the door and he's like, here's Johnny. We made a joke where it's like, here's Dylan. And it was like Dylan's face plastered in front of Johnny. <laughs> so that was I one like of the stories. I like that the dog's name is Dylan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we did, that was one of the stories that just kind of sticks with us. Um, it's a phrase. It, I don't think it would be as funny because I think we were just so tired when we were driving. But uh, I was telling Percy that was driving, I was like, oh, you need to get in this lane. I was like, wait, 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 no, 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 no. You, you got to get in the lane that you were in. And then it was just like instant, like, fucking what? <laughs> so that's just kind of like our thing. Like, look at each other when something bizarre happens, we'll just be like, fucking what? <laughs> like, that's how the best inside jokes are, though. They're just like, totally like nonsense, stupid things that m make no sense and mean nothing to anybody else, but like, it's hilarious to y'all. Oh, God, it is so hilarious. Like, literally, I can quote everything on Twitter and tag everybody in it today, and they would just start laughing. <laughs> I'm not going to go into complete context, but there was, like, something that, uh, I think it was talking about, like, cars or something, and Percy was just like, is it nice? And I was like, yeah, it's pretty nice. And he goes, nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just, it's the dumbest shit, but it's just funny from an inside perspective. Well, like, what's the longest drive that you've done? Hmm. For wrestling, I'd have to say to Atlantic City, which is about eight hours from Columbus. And we just ask, like, the first part is, like, asking random questions because we'll drive through the night. And then, like, the first or the second half is just, like, people taking turns and sleeping. Like, you know, obviously we'll have one person awake. But, like, for the most part, it's just, like, all right, it's your turn. You drive this amount of hours, and then we'll switch on to the next person, yada, yada, so. Are you, like, a sleeper? Like, some people can sleep in cars, and some people can't. Like, are you a good, like, car sleeper? So, I used to be. Like, if I'm so exhausted, then, yeah, I'm sleeping. I'm out. But, like, here recently, I've been getting, like, really car sick. Like, which sucks, because, like, I'm constantly in the car, and if I'm tired, <laughs> it's, like... Fuck. But like if I'm like deadbeat exhausted, then yeah, I can sleep in the car. And I'm like out. <laughs> like I'd be like, You got this? Okay. Gone. <laughs> Who's the best driver out of your wrestle car? Um And who's the to... worst? Oh god. <laughs> Reoccurring names. But uh I'd have to say actually this one's a new one. Jeffrey John is probably the best driver that I rode with by Matt. Matt's also a good driver. 
Um, but Percy Drews, oh my god. There was a point in time, like, we were so exhausted. It was after a double shot from Tennessee and North Carolina. And uh, he looks at me after I was like, I can't drive anymore. I'm tired. He's like, oh, I got you. He looks at me and he goes, you know, you could take a nap, right? I'm like, yeah, you're also driving my car and my anxiety is through the roof. Like, (laughs) bro. (laughs) So. Like, I guess I can, but physically I cannot. (laughs) I cannot. Like, I need something to knock me out because like. And then also there's times where it's just like, well, if I die, I die. Like, I'm just so damn tired. Like, <laughs> Been there before. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually, I, I'm pretty sure I literally just said that exact same thing because I'm going from where I live in Omaha mm-hmm. to Chicago for, like, next weekend for some of the GCW stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm going by myself. And I believe I specifically said it's the first time I've ever made that long of a drive on my own. But if I died, <laughs> listen, it's it's not too bad if you can keep yourself awake. I know, like when I'm struggling, like if I'm by myself, I'll listen to like podcasts, or if I'm the only one awake, I'll listen to podcasts. I'll listen to music that I can jam out to. Um, energy drinks also come into play. So, uh, but yeah, I think the longest drive I've ever made. And this is outside of wrestling. I'd have to say probably the Orlando, or not Orlando, but uh, Jacksonville. It was, I want to say 14 hours by myself. So, and I drove, like, literally, I was at drill, which I was up at, like, 5 a.m. And then didn't get into Jacksonville until about 8 a.m. The next day <laughs> yeah nope not for this broad the best like six six and a half hours from here to where i need to be in chicago but um i went to st louis with my bestie for wrestling to watch wrestling like about a month ago that was probably mm-hmm. the furthest i've driven in a long time and it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be so i'm like can probably drive to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah. find out. <laughs> to be continued. If I die, I die. <laughs> uh, so, um, outside of wrestling, like, what hobbies do you have, or what do you enjoy doing? So, I like playing uh, video games when I do get the chance. Um, I also love working out. Like, that's just kind of been like a hobby of mine before wrestling. Um, for like it was personal reasons like personal motives beforehand and now it's just like i just try to keep in shape wrestling whatnot so well i mean you have to for wrestling be around people in tiny underwear so fair yes exactly you know and then what would you tell a 10 year old version of yourself if I were to talk to a 10-year-old version of myself, I would have to say life is going to hit you hard, but at the same time, you're going to persevere and you're going to do great things for yourself. And also, start wrestling early, dude. <laughs> like, you have this dream already in your mindset. Like, go after it. 
you got this. Like, how did you learn that there was a training school in your area or how did you decide where to train? Like for me, like just going to wrestling, it was like, I didn't know that this was here until I knew somebody that did it. So like, I actually was just looking on the internet. I was just like, oh, let's see if I can figure out a school close to me. And I was like, pro wrestling training schools near me. And, uh, I saw that there was one like 45 minutes away. So I was like, all right, sold. <laughs> I didn't even look into like, you know, if there was any notoriety or anything to them. So that's why it's just like, it was a good start, but it wasn't going to, uh, help me in the long run. So it's kind of how I figured it out. Fair enough. Do you, I know that you're hurt presently so i've usually this is where i ask if you have any upcoming shows but i don't know if you have anything booked at this point with your injury um uh no i i don't have anything currently booked but if uh anybody goes back and watches this tomorrow or you know whenever it gets posted i will be at uh, aiw this weekend just hanging out kicking it you know just having a good time enjoying the show like the rest of us or the rest of you guys um and then also aiw's got a big show this weekend with Riz, uh wrestle rager it's like one of the biggest uh, parties of the summer so i'm really excited for that that sounds like fun oh i mean with a word or a name like wrestle rager it's got to be fun <laughs> i ain't get wrestle raged Wrestle uh, Rage. <laughs> I'm going to make that a thing. Like, we're going to have to get t shirts, <laughs> get Wrestle Raged. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so, how much longer are you going to be out with your injury? Do you know? So, I, I'm not going to disclose when I'm coming back because I do have You're a fine. set time frame where I know I'm coming back. But I will say that the cast will be disappearing in a couple weeks. But that doesn't mean I'm coming back soon because there is a lot of recovery stuff you got to do with uh, physical therapy and everything. Um, this is all new to me because the last thing that I fractured or broke was my elbow. That was like almost 12 years ago. So I've been very yeah. fortunate with uh, breaking bones and injuries and stuff like that. So, Well, I hope that you have a speedy recovery and... I hope that you're like a thousand and ten percent when you come back and that you don't re-injure yourself or, and I hope that your return is fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah. I know I'm going to, uh, take the precautions. Like I already talked to, uh, my roommate and I was just like, yeah, I think I want to get some boots that come up to the ankle. And then I think I want to get an ankle brace, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to like make sure that nothing happens again. Because I would never wish this on anybody. Yeah, I can't imagine how hard that is, like, to not be able to wrestle, but also all the challenges it brings you in your, like, real life or your regular life. Yeah. I mean, like, especially being the right ankle, like, I can't drive anywhere. So it's just kind of like I'm just stuck in one spot. <laughs> oh. But I make the best of my days. Well, that's good. Like, what have you, is there anything that you've, like, taken up since you have broken your ankle that you didn't do before or that you've, like, gotten more into? 
Um, actually, I've well getting into get into part like I've been watching this show called Archer, and oh my god, it is hilarious! It is hilarious. I I love dumb humor, so like just Archer is like my favorite character because it's just like he's so uh, oblivious to everything that it's hilarious. Um, but as in uh, things I've picked up, I picked up streaming because, like I said, I love video games. So I've been streaming here recently. So actually, as fresh as like this week, I started streaming. So. Oh, so you're saying that you have a Twitch that you'd like to plug? Hmm. If this is the right time for a cheap plug, I yeah, would love the plug, plug that I will be streaming Fortnite and Call of Duty, Warzone and Cold War, and I'll be streaming it at Riley Rose One. And the reason why it's Riley Rose One is because I I messed up the first one. So, <laughs> is that Riley Rose like the number one or the word one? Riley Rose, number one. You are number one. Oh, the sweetest. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, on to like a few just kind of more random questions, and then we will see if there's questions from the chat. We'll see if Chuck is around for a lightning round. Um, and then we'll wrap up. So, this is to, I don't know if you're much of a, I know that you're on Twitter. I don't know how big of a Twitter user you are. I feel like maybe I've seen you in a space. I'm not quite sure. But um, I really like Twitter spaces. I've made some really interesting friends through Twitter spaces. So this is a shout out to Twitter spaces and a question that is routinely brought up in the Twitter spaces that I frequent. What is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands, no weapons? Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is such a random question, but I'm here for it. Uh, man, I'd have to say on a realistic level, like mentally, I'm like, man, just put me in there with the bears. Like, I got them, but... On a realistic level, I'd have to say, uh, hmm, I'd have to say a dog, to be honest with you, because, like, I'm scared of snakes, and, well, okay, let me rephrase that. I'm scared of venomous snakes and venomous spiders, so I, I couldn't imagine me fighting a bear, <laughs> like... What if At least the bear had a spider on it. Well, that's his problem. I don't have to deal with it at that point. <laughs> so, um, next question I have is, how do you take your pancakes? How do I take my pancakes? Yeah, Ooh. like... Like, if I'm, like, treating myself, I need to put peanut butter all over them. And then I'm, like, putting so much syrup on it that, like... A diabetic would be like, oh, I don't think I can eat that. That's an acceptable answer. Peanut butter on pancakes is highly underrated. It really is, though. Super tasty. Way better than, like, regular butter. Oh, I, I honestly don't put butter on, on my pancakes. Like, some I'm... people do it, and it's just like, eh, it's not my thing. I'm, if I'm having just, like, a plain, like, like regular good old fashioned like buttermilk pancake, 
I'm probably just gonna go with some syrup on that. Unless I get like a fruity topping. Um, sometimes I'll do like a strawberry syrup, um, depending on the pancake. Oh, if we're doing syrups. Cherry. Oh yeah. Cherry. Cherry syrup. Love um, one time I had what's like the best pancakes you've ever had? I don't know. Like I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I don't really eat pancakes that much. Um, hmm. Is it because you're a waffle guy? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Take it easy. I can't say it. You can't say it. <laughs> I don't want to say. It. I mean, I'm not about that that W word life. <laughs> See, that's a lot better. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm just not really like, if I'm doing breakfast, it's more just eggs and bacon and maybe toast and that's it. Like cereal possibly. But otherwise than that, like I'm not much of a breakfast guy, which is weird because I love cooking breakfast. But I can... What's your favorite breakfast to cook? Ooh, I'd have to say it's very, it's a very classical dish, but eggs Benedict is so good. Fancy. A little random fact, I have, what I have a degree in is uh, culinary arts, so I might know a thing or two about cooking. What's your favorite thing overall to cook? I'm a big pasta guy, and here's why. Because there's a lot of different kind of sauces that you can make. So, like, you can do a lot of different kind of sauces, a lot of different kind of meats with the sauces, so... It, it, there's an endless uh, options when it comes to like cooking with pasta. So, so what's favorite your thing? favorite? What's your favorite pasta to eat? Like, like are we talking about the noodle dish. or just no? Dish? Like, okay, dish. Yeah, like um, carbonara, honestly, which is a huh? egg based sauce. And yeah, it is fantastic. Like with prosciutto, like the the classical way is amazing but like i mean bacon's fine with it too or chicken huh see i i mean i'm a fat girl and i'm a very picky eater but i love watching cooking shows i will watch cooking shows all day every day and so i love cooking shows with uh notable chefs i'm not really a big fan of guy fieri i think he's a poser in my opinion but are you calling out guy fieri Yes. No, let's go. (laughs) Post that on Twitter, too. I'm just kidding. Hell yeah. (laughs) No, I just, I just, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of. See, like, I, my favorite, like, probably my favorite cooking show that I like to watch is America's Test Kitchen. Ooh, what is that? Ooh, it's on, well, I mean, it's a PBS show. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know if you watch streaming services. Pluto. Which I is free streaming. Oh, it's, it's free. free. It's oh. free. All right, now um, you got oh. my attention. Okay, it's free, <laughs> and it's awesome because they have so many channels, like, you don't even know. Like, they just stream stuff all day. Like, they have, like, channels for everything. They have a channel that shows American Gladiators. No they way. Have, like, I... Yeah. Like, OG, I love that American show. Gladiators. Yeah. Oh, the OG? Yeah, like. The night, like 80s and 90s American Gladiator. So, American Gladiator channel. They have a channel that shows just like 90s music videos that I've been really into lately. Um, they have like 
I think they have one that's just the Adams Family. Um, they have, yeah, they have one that's classic game shows. Like, it's called Buzzer, and it's awesome. Like, well, I, watched I know what I'm doing week. after this. I'm going to download Pluto, and I'm going to explore yes. that. <laughs> they have one that's just, like, court TV shows, like, judge shows and stuff, which I love. Like, Judge Judy? Yeah, Possibly. like, Judge Judy from 1995, Judge Judy. Oh, my gosh. I watched, I watched Divorce Court today from 1999 and watched <laughs> a couple dun. fight over Beanie Babies. It was yes. awesome. <laughs> I love it. Like, it was lit. <laughs> Yeah, but they're going back to there's a there's a channel that's just America's Test Kitchen, just endlessly on a loop. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I like my biggest show like culinary wise was Chopped, because like I've done so a, fun. I've done a couple uh, competitions like that, and it is literally such a challenge. Like it literally tests you in all of your skills of culinary. So like. Just watching people and what they do with some of the bizarre items too. It's, I enjoy it. Like it's great. Yeah, you download Pluto. They also have like they just and like they give new channels all the time. Um, mm -hmm. they they have like a Julia Child channel now. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, it's just just Julia Child on a loop, forever and ever. <laughs> I don't know about watching her on a loop, but I can dedicate a couple hours. Pop in, yeah, pop in for a half hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, ten of ten would recommend Pluto. Like it, they have movies, and you can they have stuff that you can watch on demand too. Like it's crazy. Ten yep. of ten would recommend Pluto. Sold. <laughs> so, um, final question that I have for you, and then I do see that Chuck's joined us. Um, I'm sure okay. we have questions from the chat. But this is this is like a this is a big this is a doozy. So okay, all right. Prep yourself. So <sighs> see belts on. All right, like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna set a scene for you. So right. you're you decide you're hungry, and you want something kind of sweet, and you think you know I like cookies I want cookies. So you go to the grocery store and you're going down the cookie aisle, mm -hmm. and you're like you pass all like the chocolate chip and you pass like chips ahoy and you pass the nutter butters, and you're like I want Oreos. Not any of the weird, funky flavor, weird Oreos. No, no, no. Just like mm -hmm. your regular OG, like chocolate cookie cream Oreo. Mm -hmm. Are you going for a single stuffed Oreo or are you going for a double stuffed Oreo? I'm going to hit you with a different answer. I'm going for the mega stuff. <sighs> so much yes. stuff. So much stuff. Yeah, so like, I saw that. I saw that on Twitter too. That was another question. <laughs> That's like the signature question of the Bald Monkeys Network of family of podcast shows. So that's why. So much stuff. All this stuff. Yes. I will say I have been exploring recently with like the different like flavors. And the one that has hit me in a good spot was the uh, salted caramel. Have you tried that one? I have not yet. Salted caramel fudge brownie. So good so good see i want to try the lemon ones i really like lemon i turned like 30 and i was like hell yeah lemon <laughs> that was that was the thing at 30 you're just like hell yeah lemon. 30 um lemon and ibuprofen that's my my two things now <laughs> but yeah if you do get a chance and you're at a grocery store and you're just like oh yeah riley told me to try this like try it it's really good I will pick that up based solely on your recommendation. 
and then I will tweet about it. And if it's bad, I will let you know. Okay. And then if it's bad, it was Matt. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, gentlemen, do we have any questions from chat? Hello, hello, everybody. Chuck. Yes, yes, the captain is here, Captain Chuckles. I joined a little late. Riley, I apologize, sir, for my actions, but, but I am here. Hey, no worries. It was an apology from me because, you know, the Wi-Fi was kind of being wonky, so we had to take a three feet on this. Damn Wi-Fi. I'm telling you, this internet, it's, it, it, the internet age is crazy. It really is because it only, like I was telling Val, it only works when it needs to or when it doesn't need to. That's the only time. Exactly. Has a mind of its own. It does. <laughs> By the way, Pluto is an awesome app. I have it on all my TVs. There's so much shit on there. It's ridiculous. They literally have a, a tiny house channel that I've been watching re on repeat every night before bed. It's great. If you like murder shows, they have unsolved mysteries. Yep. They have forensic files. Like, I think they have a cold case files one. Yeah. Really? I, I do love those. I also love a like, good horror like story. Like, or murder, or uh, like ghosts. Or... They have a paranormal channel. Yes. That's what I was looking for. The word. Words are hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um... I feel you. They have a whole channel dedicated to paranormal stuff. Then I'm here for it. You've I already like had me sold like ten times. Like <laughs> we don't well, have to tell you all the great things about Pluto, but we're no. going to continue telling yeah. you about them. <laughs> maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get sponsored, and it'll be the Bald Monkeys Network, sponsored by Pluto and Oreo cookies. Can we, we get can only on hope. Pluto? Can we get a Pluto channel? Hey, yeah. listen, I'm going to tag Pluto on Twitter. I'm going to be like, listen, you need a sponsor these guys. They're gonna plug you like every single time and Oreos. So what more could you need? That reminds me, there's a pro wrestling channel on Pluto. There's yep. also a channel that just shows TNA. No way. Not that TNA, but the oh. wrestling TNA. Like impact oh, TNA. Wow. But like from from <laughs> no, all the kidding. years. I'm just kidding. Even from like the six sided ring years. That was yep. actually like as crazy as it is that I wasn't introduced to independent wrestling until like 2018 like tna was like another promotion that we watched a lot of i watched i went to like probably 15 tna house shows over the course of like two years really i've only went to one show and it was uh tna lockdown in cincinnati ohio i forget what year it was but i remember it was i think it was bully ray and kurt angle in the cage so yeah like, for a while, they were doing a bunch of house shows in the Midwest, and me and my sister went to just, like, tons of them. We even went down to, like, Orlando when they were still, like, taping down there. And we went to, like, a pay-per-view and, like, three days worth of tapings. In, like, 2010. Oh, wow. See, I wish I would have been able to go down there, because, like, just to see the setup and everything, like, especially when they were doing the uh, double entrance, like, from one side of the ring to the other, like, oh. Like the hotel that we stayed at, we met the Young Bucks when they were Generation Me, like in the hotel lobby. And I was like, that's kind of cool. You don't realize it blew my mind when I found out they were Generation Me. I was like, holy shit. Like, that's the Young Bucks. That's crazy. 
honestly, like, I, I remember I was just, like, curious, like, curiously on YouTube, just watching random stuff on wrestling. And it was, like, one of the things popped up. It was, like, uh, famous wrestlers you didn't know that was on TNA. And I was like, hmm, you got my interest. Play. And it was, like, uh, Coda, or not Coda, uh, wow, why am I drawing a blank? Anyways, it was, like, uh, Generation Me is the Young Bucks. And, uh, Shinsuke and Okada. There we go. There it is. Okada was on TNA. And I was like, dude, this is insane. Like, I miss so much. I feel that in my soul. (laughs) (laughs) So, question from chat. So I think Christopher informed me that there a bunch had been either asked or, or answered. So I do have one right now before we go to the lightning round. And this one is a good one. Uh, it kind of piggybacks off of your action figure question. And the question for you, Riley, is beside a action figure of yourself, what other indie wrestler would you want an action figure of? Hmm. Man. That's a tough question because, like, I'm thinking now catchphrases. What would they say? <laughs> um, hmm. if, I'm, I'm a big comedy person, so I'd have to say, like, if it was a lot of comedy catchphrases, I would go with Epi. Like, That's what I went with. Yeah. <laughs> Effie does need a, a his own action figure. Speaking action figure. Yeah. For sure. Think about how many cool jackets it could come with. Oh, oh the accessories. Gosh. So many cool jackets. <laughs> that would be oh. amazing. Okay. Well, that was that was our question from the chat, and now we're gonna move on to the lightning round. Chris, hit the intro video. Okay. It's it is it is the worst part worst worst part of this interview. And my one question right now is are you ready? Yes. Okay. Question one. Favorite movie quote? Uh, my name is Rod and I like to party. If you were invisible, where would you go? I don't know why, but China. <laughs> like, that was the first thing that came to my mind. That works. F- favorite cartoon character and why? Uh, Wiley Coyote, because it was like one of my first fond memories of cartoons. Nice. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Um, uh, talk. <laughs> what is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Uh, check my phone. The store you shop at the most? Kroger. Where would you like to retire? Florida. Are you a sunrise or a sunset person? Sunset. Would you rather text or talk to somebody? Text. 
Okay, number 10. If the toilet paper roll is really low, but not completely out, do you replace it or leave it for somebody else? <laughs> leave it for somebody else. Love it. <laughs> Love it. That was really, a great question, Chuck. It's really fucked up, but you know, it's kind of funny. So what I'm hearing is your roommate probably has a problem <laughs> with you. No, listen, he does this shit to me too. So I, it's you, would you like to out him battle. publicly? No. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to say which roommate. I'm just saying somebody. Fair well. enough. Thank you, sir. You have survived, as old bald guy in the chat put, the best worst part of the interview. <laughs> I go with I, the side of the worst. I appreciate old dad guy and Vic hanging in there with my technical difficulties and yeah, watching thank you. this delightful thank you. interview with Riley that will be up um, on our Twitch replay. You can also catch the audio on Spotify at some point and the interview on YouTube as well. Lit. <laughs> so you're going to be everywhere. Ooh, I love that for me. Um, and I love that for you. Cause I mean, I don't know that I love that for me, but I love that for the people that I get to speak with. <laughs> <laughs> Feel bad for people that have to look at me the whole time. So, um, kind of winding down what are your socials all right so where can people find more of you because i added a new social i gotta go through my rundown again but on twitter and on instagram it is real riley rose and then on twitch like i said earlier it is real riley rose one because i put in the wrong email so <laughs> and then on facebook uh, i have a page as well and then on youtube just look up riley rose and you're going to find a makeup store. Just wait until you see my pretty face. And that's where it's at. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So on that note, make sure to give Riley a follow. He will be back soon eventually when he's all healed up and ready to take on whoever comes his way. But in the meantime, follow him and make sure to check him out on Twitch when he streams um I, what you said fortnite and call of duty fortnite and call of duty mostly yeah i might i might throw a random thing out there you know like uh need for speed or you know just you know i think i'm semi-funny so it's worth a follow well i've laughed several times while having this interview with you and i think that um i i mean i will give you a follow so yes a new follow <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'll show up. But um, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us through all the technical difficulties and just me babbling. Um, I appreciate all of you. I appreciate you, Riley, for hanging out with us. We can just hang out for just a little bit after we go off air. Just kind of wraps up. Yeah. This has been The Stack. I'm Val Pancakes. This has been Riley Rowe. And... Um, make sure to follow him on all of his socials. And thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you, guys. Take care. <laughs>